no, Danny had said he wasn't going to be available, and I was like, oh, okay. So I, I just, I assumed that if no Danny, then we weren't going to do it for some reason. No, 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 no. Uh, there will, there will always be. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, I want to make sure that there's an episode every week, regardless of who all can be on it. Ah, uh, so. So like that's why there were that's why I put out the solo episode. Uh you know, that's why I said that if we couldn't do it tonight, I would just have to do another one tomorrow. Like it uh, didn't, it yeah, doesn't matter to me. Want, I didn't want you to have to go through that, so I figured I'd I better hop on. It's uh it it, <laughs> it is a little awkward like talking <laughs> to nobody. That's a little bit weird. Um but if Bill Burke can do it, uh uh, I no, I can't do it as well as he can. There's, it's not even a close thing. I mean, that guy talks for a living all the time. Yeah, he gets in, he gets into it too. Like he, that dude can like really rile himself up. Yeah, he knows exactly how to like, how like to do he, a solo yeah, cast. Like listening to him, listening to him talk, I'm like, dude, I swear to God, if that guy was like an Al Qaeda recruiter, like there'd be so many people like jumping on the way with him right now. Yeah, he probably he probably talked himself into joining Al Qaeda. <laughs> Old Billy Rednuts off to the desert. <laughs> Gonna kill himself some Americans. This is some bullshit. Yeah. I'm telling you, this is some fucking bullshit. This is bullshit <laughs> right here. It's exactly what it is. Yeah. Okay, no that's a good that's a good impression of him. That's not bad. It's the first time I've ever yeah. tried to do a yeah. I, I, it just get more and more irritated <laughs> the further into the sentence you get and then reset the irritation level at the beginning of the next sentence. Yeah. I think that's that's, no, that's all you really got to do. Yeah, that's all, all, all I'm saying. That's I'm all telling saying. you about these motherfuckers right here. And every time I think about them, I get pissed. <laughs> I love my fucking wife. That's all I love. That's what I know. I love my fucking wife. I love my, I love my fucking kid. I love her. So cute. So fucking cute. Yeah. Whew, so other than, other than these than motherfuckers that. in Congress. <laughs> Welcome to Save vs. Poison podcast. The podcast dedicated to gaming, general geekery, and enduring sobriety in an ever-maddening society. My name is Will. I am your host. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 1. Very little's going to change. Very little. Still going to be dick and fart. Still going to be a whole lot of dick and fart jokes with a little bit of sobriety and gaming thrown in. With me tonight... He was once arrested for human trafficking after the post office caught him trying to overnight himself to Vegas to save on airfare. He's ticky. Hey, buddy. Hey. You know, that scheme would have worked, too. If only you'd used the appropriate postage. (laughs) Yeah. No, actually, it turns out the the post office had a problem with that, like, in the 1910s or something like that. (laughs) People mailing children. So they actually had to like they actually had to like make a policy about like mailing human cargo, because they used to be like basically they were like yeah yeah well bullshit it sure <laughs> like all right well I hate these kids. Are you That's sure it weird. wasn't just because you tried to pass off a uh, Bed Bath and Beyond twenty percent off coupon as postage? <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Did you just goat bleat laugh at me? <laughs> uh, it wasn't funny. No, it's, 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 it's a true, it was a true, it was a true problem <clears throat> the post office had. I'm not kidding at all. People were mailing their children everywhere. A hundred years oh, ago was a funky yeah. time. It really was. That's that's the greatest generation right there. That's what they were doing. I thought the greatest generation was like born a little after that. 1920s? Nah, my grandfather would have been, let's see, he, he was born in 1890 or something like that, 1899. Oh, wow. Yeah. Funky. He lived to be 100 and something, I forget. I'd have to like, do the math. Anyway, point is, is that uh, that That's generation... That generation was like the, basically the early 20th century through the um, 40s and 50s. Yeah. <clears throat> before yeah, Hitler. Yeah. Before Maybe. Then they, fought, then they fought Hitler. Then they fought him. Did you know? I, I learned just recently Hitler was on cocaine and heroin. Oh, you only just recently found that? Yeah, out? for yeah. like, yeah, yeah. I just, I just recently learned that. Yeah, it was like he was like, I need to pick me up, and his doctor was like, "You got it, buddy." You got it, pal. Here's an upper He's, and a downer. You know, you know what? I, you know what I don't fucking get about that though is like, you know, like Michael Jackson got killed by his doctor doing the same thing, and Hitler somehow lives through it all. Not cool. Yeah. Uh. I mean. Uh. Sort of. Shoot, shoot! I had a heart attack. I she mean. Died. I, I'm not saying that it wouldn't have been better for the world if uh, if Hitler had died of a drug overdose years yeah, earlier. Yeah, less less Hitler would have been good. Less for Hitler would have always been better than more Hitler. Could you imagine like ten more years of Hitler? <laughs> oh my god, that would have been awful. Uh, yikes! Just just real bad. I mean, not like not like not like Fran Drescher. Uh, three more seasons of the nanny bad, but still pretty bad. You guys. See that's funny because <laughs> I feel like Danny would would right now be here telling us why the Fran Drescher Hitler comparison uh, would have been funnier. So yeah, Danny's not going to be joining us tonight. Uh, he I'm is. Not sure why it would have been? What's that? Fran Drescher is Jewish. I didn't know that. <laughs> didn't know that. Man, that joke has layers. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Danny's not going to join us oh. tonight. And <laughs> like normally when, uh, when one of you guys doesn't, doesn't show up, uh, I usually come up with something, uh, ridiculous as the reason. Usually it's just because like, you know, Danny just doesn't, doesn't have the time or Tiki's family's in town. Like those are the actual reasons for it tonight though. Danny's, uh, uh, I think he, he turned 41 yesterday. He's 41. Everybody out there, go up to him and punch him 41 times and say, you're 41. Ha, ha, ha. How are your knees? He's 41. I'm sure that he hates it. Uh, but he's he's doing birthday stuff, I think, the last two days. Uh, tonight, he is out to go watch midget wrestling. Can't make this stuff up, guys. Can't make it up. He's he's Indeed. he's doing that. He's doing that tonight. I thought of I thought of coming up with something ridiculous for him, but uh, I figured that would be just that much better. Just to just tell the truth. Sometimes the truth is better than the fiction that I come up with, ladies and gentlemen. True. So yeah, yeah, good game, go team. Spe speaks truth to power. So yeah, yeah, that's what that's what I'm doing. 
So, yep. how are things, man? How's it going? How's your week? Uh, we didn't uh, didn't get to record last week, unfortunately, because of a sickness on the part of your uh, erstwhile host. But uh, how 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 are things? It's been two weeks since we recorded together. Uh, been good. I mean, my family was in town. My uh, my ex wife and kids. Um, they showed up, and then promptly all of them got some sort of upper respiratory thing. Yes. And they spent like a week just in my apartment coughing. Oh, oh, oh. So, and I got to play. I mean, the cool thing was I got to play a lot of video games with my kids. That's cool. Um, the down the downside was, of course, that they were all sick. Yeah. Um, so, the children. Poor. The children. It was. It was fun. It was fun. My my son is still he's getting better and better at video games all the time, and you know, beats me a, a few times here and there. That's cool. My daughter is my daughter is terrible at video games. It's, <laughs> it's just, it's it is really unbelievable. Like how like I'm like she's definitely my daughter, but she is really bad at this. <laughs> you know. I'm sure that you tell her every couple of minutes. Honey, Daddy's not proud of you right now because you, no, because no, your Smash Brother can't smash my Smash Brother. It's it's like it's it's a little bit more like you know when Beethoven like had a son and when Beethoven was going deaf he was like I'm still a better composer than you. Why have you not lived up to your potential? <laughs> so, that's that's what you do. You say it in old English? No, 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 no. I wouldn't. Uh, I mean, how's she gonna understand me if I say it in old English? That should be part of the joke then. Oh. <laughs> oh, can't even understand me when I'm speaking old English? <laughs> Whose daughter yes. are you? You're not earning daddy's love. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so no, it's but she's she's still hilarious and she tells amazing jokes. Um, so it really isn't bad for an eight-year-old. Because um, how old are your kids? Eight and how old? Eight and nine. Eight and nine, okay, wow. Yeah. I didn't know they were that, uh, that close together. Okay, cool. Yeah. That was not intentional, but hey, these things happen. So anyway, no, I mean it was it was fun and all, and now, now uh, my ex-wife is taking the kids, and she's gonna go find a new place for them to live, like somewhere in the U.S. Somewhere else in the U.S. Yeah, she's she had a big falling out with her friend out in Vegas. They packed up and moved, stopped by here um, for a week. And she was like, well, she's like, I've got to find a place that has good weather and good health care and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Denver's got good weather and good health care. She's like, well, it's too expensive. And I was like, well, that wasn't one of your original requirements. Yeah. And then she goes, well, I was, she was like, my, my parents said Cincinnati. And I'm like, that is in Ohio. Like, <laughs> it's like the worst. Like, you just move to Chicago, why don't you? And she huh. was like, well, how about St. She's like, well, now I'm looking at St. Louis. And I'm like, okay, none of the places you're mentioning are better than Denver by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. But she won't, uh, she refuses to live near here, so. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. I, so uh, that's a, that's a thing. Yeah, that, and how fucking frustrating must that all be? Like, <laughs> that's, that's the nice way of saying it. Yeah. yeah. It's really fucking frustrating. That's it's super like, fucking you know, frustrating. I told her, like, move down to Colorado Springs. You won't have to be around me all the time. You'll be an hour away. I'll still be able to see the kids. We'll be able to see each other. Seriously. She's like, she's like, move to, to Fort to, uh, fucking Collins. Like, like. Yeah. Which is cheaper too. Yeah. Yeah. I she mean. Wouldn't, yeah. <clears throat> I need to have access to like hospitals and these all these other things. I don't no, know. I think that, like, <laughs> in Fort Collins, there's like, there's only a medicine man. 
who's got like a bone yeah. through his nose. Yeah, that's, that's all that's, they have yeah. up there. That's yeah. That's that's apparently the problem. Is it's like the moment you get outside the Denver metro area, like all like all healthcare and technology and everything else just drops off entirely. She feels like she'll show up in Fort Collins, wave an iPhone around, and the natives will all get restless. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Like like people down in Castle Rock, the only way they they don't have high speed internet, they have to communicate uh, via smoke signal. Smoke signal, yeah. And it's and it's all done in binary, so it takes <laughs> yeah. for fucking ever for anyone to even dial up to anything. <laughs> So it's yeah, like like it just doesn't yeah. I don't know what her, I don't know. I have, I have my suspicions, but you know clearly there's an agenda there. And uh, that was that, that was my week. That was that was kind of how my week. Then they left, and that's why like I've basically just been kind of a little bit off the radar. I mean, a little bit ambivalent, you know. Sure. About everything, you know. Anyway, sure. I... How about you? How have you been? Uh, other than getting, other than getting sick and being super busy with uh, with family stuff, um, uh, really good. Uh, I, I have I have minimal complaints. I've been hitting my hobby stuff pretty hard the last uh, week and a half. I have my uh, voiceover business is off the ground, even if it's sort of like the Wright Brothers style off the ground, where a 12 second flight is successful because it is flight but we're not a 737 yet so uh you know uh, it's 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 that's that's a burgeoning concern so anybody out there that needs a voiceover artist i've done a few recordings now that are all paid gigs and they all turned out really friggin well so uh yeah i would love to be able to 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 start bringing in actual income doing that but um other than that uh things are right you know uh just uh just just living suburban life man haven't haven't seen much in the way of people i i do have a birthday coming up and i'm going to use my birthday to guilt trip people into coming up to the north to do some really ridiculously in-depth uh overly complex board gaming because i never get to and i keep buying those stupid games I know that I shouldn't, and yet I, I continue to purchase them. And they collect yeah. dust in my basement. Yeah, it's, it's not a good idea. I mean, honestly, if you don't have any friends, then really board games probably aren't going to be your thing. Well, I have people that say that they're my friends, but they don't want to do the things that friends do, like hang out or even talk to me. <laughs> that's, well, that's, that's, we, may, we may need to go back over what friends are. <laughs> there's, by the way, there was a long-running TV show that might help to explain. Yeah, but they all like slept with each other, and uh, and and got angry at each other a lot. And then there was like that one snarky one, and uh, and that was just Night Court. <laughs> yeah, Night Court was pretty awesome. That was a great show. Are you kidding? Yeah. I always thought of Russ as our Dan Fielding. <laughs> I thought of I, I. You know, my favorite was when uh, when what's his name showed up as uh, Judge Harry's dad. And he was like trying to help him like find a job or something like that. And he's like, he's like, he's like, buddy, you can't. Your resume. It's like he's like, he's like, what's wrong with it? He's like, well, I mean, you can't just put on your resume that you sat around for three years trying to figure out how to get the people off of Gilligan's Island. He's like, <laughs> yeah, but I came up with 320 ways to do it. And like somebody goes, oh, you mean like, uh, like, like taking some bamboo and building a raft and then floating away that way? And he's like, 320 ways. That's <laughs> <was> like. <laughs> It was like probably my favorite character because he kept showing up and like having like all sorts of weird ideas. Um, that and he was also Gomez Adams, which was pretty awesome too. It was a good show. 
That was a great show. It's, it's a great too show. Too bad that it's uh, I don't know. You can watch it. There, it's available somewhere. I'm sure. Oh, I'm certain. I'm certain. So, yeah, yeah. That's uh, yeah. that's been life, man. That's relatively cool. uh, relatively simplistic. Uh, my wife is unfortunately going through some turmoil stuff. We've t- we've spoken briefly about it. Uh, and I'm not airing out a lot of it, but I think some of it has come to resolution and hopefully things will start calming down and she can end up being less stressed about basically. I mean, she was going in to work at three thirty, four o'clock in the morning and not getting home until after five 30 and not because her superiors were asking her to do this, but because she had so much anxiety, like, she would wake up in the middle of the night, go to work, because what else is she going to do? Just sit around uh, in pajamas? No, she 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 had like she has yeah. such an incredibly good work ethic, and I think sometimes it it sort of nips her in the butt uh, yep. when uh, when it comes to, to to feeling anxious about work. So I'm hoping that the the latest developments will assuage that to a greater not lesser degree so here's hoping though um but but yeah other than that uh my name's will and i'm an alcoholic my name is tricky and i'm an alcoholic and danny's not an alcoholic but he is greasing up uh uh, a couple of wrestlers right now (laughs) let's hope so grease them you know he better be doing his part is all i'm saying well i don't think he got in with a normal ticket i think he snuck in and then was like what i'm i'm here to help the help you realize how far if you're gonna like get on your knees to like basically suck a dick to get a ticket you know how far like you'd have to that's yoga right there in order to do that yeah yeah i I didn't i i honest to god thought meant greasing not actually (laughs) (laughs) like Uh, i like that you took it that one step further that this podcast is known for so it's about plussing. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, you really like, I don't know if anybody else thought about that, but like it suddenly occurred to me, I'm like, if you're going to have to suck somebody's dick and they're a midget, you're going to, you're going to have to get like, like you can't just get on your knees to do that. Unless, sure unless you, that. you get them a uh, stool first. I, I don't know. Where to now, go yeah. This and now, now I'm, yeah. And of course I, I go from here, I go directly to Wizard of Oz. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. now we've got the lollipop guild involved counter argument take it away you don't need to lay down to get eaten out so you're saying dorothy actually could have just stood there with her legs open just stand there and 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 let the breezes blow between mises i guess just yeah with her with her big old hairy snatch (laughs) wasn't she 16 at the time (laughs) yeah but she's also that doesn't mean she doesn't grow hair down there like god dude (laughs) So, where was I with this one? Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. Hang on. I don't know. Lost beyond uh, beyond political correctness, Judy that's Garland. for certain. That's where it was. Judy, Judy Garland. Garland. <laughs> so, she, so, now we're now we're here. We got Judy Judy Garland with her with her hairy bush, standing around, legs spread, and the guys in the lollipop guild are just swinging on by to, to talk to her while she's singing. Yeah. We call we call okay. that pre-war bush. <laughs> so, 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 so now we're, yeah. Because if she didn't, if she didn't have a, if she didn't have a bush, by the way, this is a compliment on my part. Uh, if she didn't have a bush, she would have had to have worn a, uh, a merkin, which would have <laughs> indicated that she might have had a disease. So by me 
saying that she had a big old bush, that basically means that I'm saying she doesn't have uh, crabs or alopecia. No, I got you. Okay, which, whichever. <laughs> so anyway, so by that logic, I'm actually very, uh, very uh, forthcoming and very complimentary towards uh, towards people. Towards by that logic, sixteen year old Judy Garland. <laughs> she might have. She wasn't. Was she sixteen? I don't remember. She was married before she was. Uh, I think she was married when she was. By the time she was sixteen. Oh no, dude! You yeah. I, I think that you you get your ears pierced and a wedding ring at the same time when uh, uh, when you're younger. Uh, uh, back then, back in the day, yeah, back before ago. the iPhone. <clears throat> they, had, they had some serious problems a hundred years ago. They did. They did. They certainly did. So, I didn't have any drinky issues the week before. I found myself... sick. Yeah, it was way too... Like, just just anything that would have gone down the tube would have come right back up. Or passed through, like, you know, water through the Panama Canal. Just, just, just... Yeah, there's a couple of, there's a couple of dams, but that level is constantly raising and lowering. Yeah, you'd, you'd be like, I don't even know if I feel drunk. I'm just feverish and chilled and lightheaded. <laughs> I was like, I had all the all the all the crappy parts of it. Crappy. <clears throat> so I was thinking about this the other day. Yeah. Um, I had this thought, and I remember thinking when when we had talked about like basically health issues having come up from drinking and how like we rationalize those away. Yeah. And I, I remember now that by the, when I was like 35 or 36, I got a colonoscopy because I had so much blood in my stool and I, and like, I never associated it with my drinking. I was like, like whatever, whatever's wrong with me is, is clearly an internal issue. <laughs> I like, I, I like, I, I don't know. Like I thought like, I, I don't know. Like it's weird. I'm like, I, I must've eaten some glass. That's what caused it. And the only way to find out is with a colonoscopy. And it was like, even the doctors were like, why are you here? You're way too young for this. <laughs> uh, and they didn't find anything, which was not surprising at all. Surprise, like, surprise. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like I rationalized it. Like that was the thing. I rationalized this, 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 this effect. And the one thing that could not possibly have been causing my problems was alcohol. Was you beveraging? Yeah. Over beverage. Yeah. yeah. So... So anyway, that is what led me to get a colonoscopy in my thirties. Yeah, that's a uh, that's a little uh, that's a little early there, bruh. Yep, yep. It was, you know, and I can look at it, look back now, and think that ah, was overachieving. But I know the real reason. <laughs> yeah, I just I like to take tests early, <laughs> except that a colonoscopy <laughs> is not a test you can study for. <laughs> that's the only time that you get a colonoscopy is uh, either on time or if something's failing so you got you got a big f uh, there in your 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 30s yeah we do the rationalization dance all the time i mean the 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 amount of post hoc justification that we do for just about anything is uh is is pretty pretty massive especially when the things that we're doing we know are you know they're not healthy like nobody should ever eat a donut that's not a good decision we know that's not a good decision but we rationalize it away by saying you know it's all right i don't i don't do very often or i had a salad or you know i'm on vacation even though it's a wednesday and you're at home and you called in sick because you ate too many donuts (laughs) 
Yeah, you know, and there's also there's also the, the, the case in point that the police aren't called to too many domestic violence disputes because of, you know, somebody eating too many donuts. Over-donated? <laughs> Over-donated. Look, I... I <laughs> I eat three colors. Like, I, I eat three crullers and a and a chocolate glaze, and I just popped him one in the friggin' mouth. <laughs> and he wouldn't stop <laughs> talking back to me. Get in the garage and knit me a Chevy. <laughs> yeah, that's like that's like the whole that was the whole crazy point of it up front. You're like you you know just think. Well, actually, I was just thinking about that. That's pretty hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so I yeah, I had. Uh, I wanted I wanted a drink this week, but it was context based. It was watching somebody else on a show drinking, and it just made me oh, I want to drink, but I can't because I'm a stupid fucking alcoholic, like a douchebag me. So yeah, uh, I did. It came the you know the craving came. It sent me down the the normal coping mechanism of. Uh, the the cresting wave thing that we talked about earlier in season one and i you know came out the other end of it and by the end of it i had not had a drink which was good so that was that was me and 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 my alcoholism check-in for the week yeah i had a when when my kids left i was really depressed i'm not gonna lie i was really really tempted to drink i was really really depressed um so that sucked glad you didn't funny yeah me too the funny thing it's it's weird i actually hopped on uh, i was on reddit on the uh, stop drinking subreddit yeah and somebody there was actually posting about the fact that they had had like a like a a weekend relapse over the fourth of july yeah and this person was describing like just how awful it had been and this this constant cycle and uh and i was like wow i don't I don't want to drink now. <laughs> like, <laughs> those are all really good points. Like, yeah. So that, that was the plus side to it. The downside is, of course, that it's still, you know, it's, uh, I, I, I clearly have a trigger, like I said last time, that my trigger is based on um, fam- uh, family, like t- familial obligations and holidays. And uh, this is basically no real exception. This is exactly the same thing. It's, you know, family. Um, yeah. It's family. It's it's a lot of just frustration and issues that I deal with internally. Sure. About, you know. Sure. The, the, you know the role of fatherhood and my own upbringing and all of that. It's hard to be a father. From it's hard to be a father. I can't imagine that it's easier being a father from states away. Yeah. So that's my check-in. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm still, well, I came out of it still breathing, so I'm good. I'm glad that you didn't. I'm glad that you found something that gave you some perspective. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. I'm, 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 I'm glad for it too. I'm glad you didn't drink. Yeah, yeah. Me too, Jeez. man. But I have that same. I have that same temptation so often. Where I'm like, other people are drinking. It's dumb. Yeah, yeah. Like, ah, <laughs> get so angry at myself sometimes for not being able to control it like it seems like it should be something that you can control like if i only put a few drinks in my face would that be okay if i could just do that but i know that i can't because i have proven over and over and over again that 
even when I've told other people that I want to stop drinking, my words and my actions are always at some point divergent, even if I'm able to maintain for, for you know, a, a specific short period of time. You know, the only thing that... <clears throat> the things that keep me from drinking now are, one, the recognition that I am an alcoholic, two, the possibility of all of the consequences that could potentially befall me should I have uh you know a, a a relapse and three the fact that and this you know this is one of the reasons that I have that that that, that this podcast exists is I don't want to lie on this podcast and while I do want to have a drink from time to time it, that comes from there's there's the there's the the part the portion of my brain that doesn't want to drink because I recognize what I stand to lose but there's a portion of my brain that wants to drink because I like the way it feels I don't like the way that lying about drinking on this podcast would feel so I yeah. I do not like it from an emotional standpoint and I do not like it from an intellectual standpoint so I, I, I would not could not in a box I would not could not with a fox yeah, so I hear you. You know what? You know what's really. You know, it's, I don't know if this is how you perceive it, but how I wind up perceiving it is pretty dumb. But I, I tell myself, I'm like, nah, I suck at that. I'm not even gonna try. So like, whenever it comes to drinking, I just tell myself that. I'm like, no, nah, I suck at that. <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if, I, if I try that, it's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's gonna end poorly. That's awesome. So I, I don't. That's yeah. It's 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 you know the. It, 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 it was kind of like, and, and there are people who are like, oh, but blah, blah, blah. You might want to say that you can improve, or that's not a very good lesson. But it's like, you know what? If uh, if you had a very basic idea that you were very bad at, uh, at, at swimming, you probably wouldn't want to, like, just go jump into the deep end every time and going, well, I'm going to improve. <laughs> like, just, no, nope, you suck at it. Let it go. Just, this isn't a hobby for you anymore. You know, there's other yeah. hobbies. And, and. The, the problem with us is it's all deep end. There is no, there's oh, no yeah. kiddie pool of drinking. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's no, yeah, that's, that's exactly the problem with, with drinking too, is it's not like you're, uh, you're not going to start at the shallow end and work your way back. It's just, it's just not going to happen. Or at least if you do go into the shallow end, you'll be in the deep end in no time. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's where I always, that's where I always go to. Like, I'm all the way down here. Woohoo, look at me. Like, you know, and then again, it's like, you know, like, oh, fucking Tiki drowned again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's like uh, it's like there's a, a couple of water slides at Waterworld that that we call the wedgie makers, which are basically yeah. just like they're like thirty degree, uh, thirty degree angled water slides yep. that are really really fast. I think you get up to like like thirty forty miles an hour, something like that. They're really yeah. really fast, and it's like it's like that, which is thrilling and a ton of fun, and then the end of it is a three hundred foot uh, deep pool of water with sharks and a disapproving, disapproving mother. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it's those, those, yeah, those, those, those are the terrible ones. I, all I can think about with those when you were describing the, the the slide, I was like, nah, man, it's like a, it's like if a bidet had a fire hose and then you sat on it with your shorts on and just let it fucking power wedgie you. And uh, with guys, that, that, that mesh underwear does not stop anything from getting oh, inside you. Not a why thing. Is, why, 
There's a there's a party there. Like I'm like I, I mean I get it. It's there to keep my bits in place. But An airplane is, really... is overhead. <laughs> yes, that's actually uh, one of the uh, uh, that's out of uh, uh, Buckley Air Force. Nice. Uh, they fly. There's actually uh, they've always fly a tank. There, so yep. There there's the there's the other one. <laughs> but yeah, I just it's like. I, I get the mesh part of it is like it's there to keep my bits and bobs in place but at the same time like sometimes I'm like really it just seems like it's there to give me a wedgie yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, well either give me a wedgie or chafe the tip of my dick like <laughs> yeah. like there's nothing like having a cold wet penis that is then you know being jostled against netting that's <laughs> <laughs> who the fuck came up with that what what absolute piece of shit came up with that as a design for like as a dude as a bigger dude not as big a dude as i once was but as a bigger dude the chafe is real and yet the material used to create the things that i'm supposed to be wearing while i'm most likely to chafe are things that you would want to catch halibut in not balls in yes. a and a penis like that's what the, the dude, fuck? that's the that's ah, whatever when people ask me like oh you have a kilt i'm like yeah and like you know and women and sometimes men will ask but more more or less women are like do you wear it like uh, regimental like the traditional style and i'm like you mean without underwear and they go yeah and i go sometimes i mean i did once but it's wool it's like <laughs> thick wool and it will chafe it just chafes. You're better off, honestly. Like, if you want to keep your willy safe, you just need to go ahead and wear some underwear. Yeah, yeah. Because that's, that is, you may as well, otherwise, you, you, you may, okay, here's, here's the thing you can do that, that if you want to have an experiment and try and find out if it's, if, 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 if it'll work for you. Take a square of carpet from, like, Home Depot and just shove it down the front of your pants and walk around with that all like day outdoor long. carpet though not not <laughs> not like not like indoor shag that you would get from like american furniture yeah. warehouse no 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 no, no. outdoor astroturf styled carpet <laughs> just go walk around with that for a little while and then you know let me know how that how that plays out for you and that's why <laughs> that's <laughs> and that would be one of the triggers for me to want to have a drink <laughs> oh, my, oh the tip of my oh it hurts so bad oh, baby i need medicine i need medicine pouring pour vodka all over your junk just like oh, i need to disinfect it also yeah, i think i'll else? have one for myself too just yeah one just one just i said one i didn't say one what it's a bottle one bottle it's one bottle my grandfather and the two fingers of scotch most people would do index and middle. My my father would do, or my grandfather would do, uh, uh, index and uh, uh, pinky, and you were supposed to fill the space in between with the scotch. I think that's why he died of esophageal cancer. <laughs> I, I think that's why. Yeah. yeah. It's possible. Yeah. Well, anyway. So. That was a good good check in. Yeah, check. good check in. So for this week, and the topic of conversation on drinking and mental health uh, Tiki had the idea to talk about self-destructive behavior and watching out for it and I like we've talked a little bit about you know watching out for for parts of self-destructive behavior so I thought it would be kind of interesting to talk about why we engage in self-destructive behavior and for myself, I engage, when I do engage in self-destructive behavior, oftentimes it's 
in an effort to reach some sort of closure or catharsis. Getting there is kind of circuitous. It's sort of a circuitous route, though. <clears throat> so I find that when I am having some sort of anxiety or self-doubt or shame about something that I am going through or about uh, an aspect of my personality, having somebody else tell me that I'm doing something incorrectly or that I am... Uh, or that I or that I am indulging in self-destructive behavior just just saying just that can often be a release of that like because I have the anxiety having somebody else mirror that anxiety back towards me confirms that the anxiety is founded and that gives a certain type of closure how fucked up is that That's a rhetorical question, right? Yeah, yeah. That's okay. that's a completely yeah. rhetorical I, question. You can answer it if you want scale. to. You could you, you could say uh, Snuffleupagus using that. Uh, yeah, I mean that. Uh, you we're, know, we're talking we're snout talking, of his for illicit purposes. We're talking, uh, fucked uh, up. Like like Star Wars, uh, Darth Vader versus uh, uh, Hayden Christensen, Anakin Skywalker scale, right? Like on a scale of like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of an Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, it's, an, it's a total Anakin Skywalker. It's fucked up. Yeah. So. Yeah. <clears throat> so fucked up that is. Yeah, so, you know, I get anxious about something. I get insecure about something. And then I do something shitty. And I'm not saying that this happens often. And especially since I got sober, it definitely doesn't happen uh, nearly as much. I don't think. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't recognize doing it on purpose anymore but there was a there was a sort of a you know we've we've talked a little bit about how there was a break of tension when I finally confessed that I thought that I was an alcoholic and that I needed help you know and this was all during a drunken thing and like this was at the end of a night where I had uh you know some suicidation and how the next day for as ashamed of myself as I was there was still this overwhelming sense of relief that like now the world knows that I'm you know that I'm a piece of shit and now I can like I, I can I can let I can let go of that in some small manner you know in some small way shape or form so uh yeah I, I mean i I don't know where to go with this from that, but that that was that was why I in, engaged in 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 the self-destructive behaviors that I was engaging in. Yeah, I think once you get to that point where you can, I don't know, it's it's weird to say, but like once things are out there, it's a lot easier to like quantify and to deal with. Sure. When things are hidden, and there's just this expectation we build up in our minds about what the outcome will be versus what it truly is that actually just drives more of that same anxiety that same you know that same second guessing and that worry but once it's out there then you you know that relief that comes is because okay well now all of this is manageable 
all of this is, I mean, it's going to be manageable one way or another. Yeah. And, you know, now I can actually deal with this at the, on the right level that I, that I need to. Yeah. And so it's, I, I totally get it though. Um, cause I get like that too. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to like, I don't want to let things out. You know, you can't put the cork back in the bottle once the genie's out, so to speak. Yeah. Um, and I think that's actually something that I wind up applying to uh, my mentality, which is kind of, you know, thinking that it was kind of dumb because what I just said is <laughs> the exact opposite of that. <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's, it's a, uh, yeah, I hear you. I don't, uh, my self-destructive, I have, I have the problem with, um, my problem is with my bipolar and that is when I'm feeling depressed when I'm feeling anxious, when I'm feeling down, um, all of those, all of those things, I have to like, you know, I, I oftentimes have to stop myself and say, Hey, is this even like real? Mm -hmm. Is this, is this really how I feel? And then I have to like kind of go through an entire diagnostic of saying, well, because of this and this and this and this and this, then yeah, that's, that's expected. And sometimes I come across and I go, well, no, that's not. No, this is just some, you know, bullshit attack of, of bipolarism that I'm sitting around here beating myself up over something that isn't legitimate. Yeah. Um, which, if I was, I think that if I, I think, and this is my thought on how normal people live, is that my thought is that you will, um, you'll be able to get over it. And in my world with bipolar, that nothing is that simple. You, there isn't a, there isn't like a realization of like, oh, this is this is just this is just a silly depression episode brought on by my medication being off or something like that. Yeah, I don't, you know, my mood doesn't change, my insides don't change, my feelings don't change, and the fact that my guts want to spill out doesn't change. You know, having my heart in my throat doesn't change. The plus side is. I can tell myself, no, 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 no. this isn't legitimate. Yeah, and, <laughs> I mean, still, you you do have that extra. Like, yeah, you still but still feel like ass. You know, yeah, you still feel terrible. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that and that's that's I think that's where my most of my anxieties and things like that come from. I've mm -hmm. been really, really I've spent the last year and a half um, working really hard on trying to mellow out trying to you know affect the things that i can't affect and, and and not get hung up on things that i can't yeah um and not drinking and, and those have all really contributed to to how i feel it doesn't fix everything um don't get me wrong um but it has contributed a lot to a better mental state for me a better both well, better emotional state let's say yeah so it's you know and not drinking has been i, th I honestly think it's been key to the whole thing I, I mean, considering the, the, I mean, at least in my case, I know that the, the feedback loop was always, I would drink and then I would feel bad about myself, which would, you know, make right. me want to drink. God, that's like the worst. Oh yeah. No, it's, it's, it's awful. Like you, you feel like the only way to hide your shame is by reindulging in the thing that yeah. made you feel shame. Like, like yeah. the, I no, mean, I mean, we talked no, you're, about, you're, 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 no, go ahead. go ahead. No, I was gonna say it's it's the it's that really awful feedback loop of like, you know, like God damn it, I feel terrible about things that happened and and I did this, 
I should probably drink so I feel better about those things. Yeah. yeah. Uh, didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> didn't fucking work. And now I've gotten into a fight. Yeah. I've tried I've tried the same thing for 20 years and it hasn't changed anything. The insanity. <laughs> the insanity. Yeah. <laughs> what is wrong with yeah. people? I, I mean, I... I oh. Thinking about it in terms of, of how you have to deal with it, where you have that, like, like we have the... Is it bullshit that I feel this way? Should I feel this way? But to also have the additional, you know, is my bipolarism, is that reinforcing or creating feelings out of whole cloth in addition to my normal, you know, desire or, uh, or not desire, but my, my normal sort of, you know, self-deprecating nature? To, yeah. to to make me feel like a piece of shit. So yeah, just, yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's terrible. And you know, and and like I've said before in the podcast, I I think I really believe that I drink as much as I did and as often as I did as a way of compensating for my mood. Sure. Um, you know, not being able to control it or just trying to get into a different yeah. state of mind or a different emotional state. So yeah, yeah dude, crazy. That is crazy stuff. So yeah, kind of a cursory look at the at self-destructive behaviors and the whys, but uh, trying to figure out why we engage in self-destructive behavior without doing some real deep dive sort of background work. I don't know. One of these days, I would love to have like a mental health professional on to to discuss some of these sort of larger, broader topics i just know that that was why i indulged in that kind of thing you know I, mostly mostly all stems from from massive amounts of insecurity based on lack of competence moving into my early 20s and then reinforcing itself through my mid to late 20s because i was steeped in drinking culture and this is not this is not a reflection on peer pressure put on by my friends, but more just me wanting to be a part of the fun that I thought that they were having and then doubling down. And then in my early 30s, really ramping into the disease, having it feedback loop back upon itself and continuing to drink well into my late 30s, which just caused more and more problems and then you know wrecking especially as a somebody that works in health recognizing that i was starting to suffer from physical uh abnormalities based on heavy consumption of alcohol knowing how incredibly damaging alcohol can be not only physically but uh psychologically and then you know eventually having the breakdown moment that led to You know, the last year and a half so finally have, coming out sober. So you should have gotten the colonoscopy just to validate that that wasn't the case. That's what I did. I self-administer them. Uh, you know, I have a <laughs> I have a VR headset and a very very uh, very very rectangular camera. <laughs> so I just I just grease that some bitch up there and then uh, then just have my wife put on a, a really long sleeve glove. I think she's That's written things in my in my colon though. I think she took a magic marker up there once. I can't I, I, I remember hearing a lid pop and then smelling marker smell and then uh 
she threw that marker away. I don't know what that was about. <laughs> Perfectly good marker. She's like, what are you? I was like, what are you doing back there? She's like, oh, just arts and crafts. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Pretty sure if uh, if uh, I get a professional uh, <laughs> professional uh, colonoscopy done, the <laughs> the, the uh, colorectal specialist will be like, what the fuck is that? That's Kilroy <laughs> peeking over my Berlin Wall. <laughs> there you go. That's right. So, anyways, that's what I got for drinky this week. That's me too. Ready to talk? Uh, ready to talk some game? Ready to talk some gaming? Yeah, sure. What you playing? You playing anything? Having fun with stuff? Jeez, my son was here, so I played. I uh, played a whole bunch of stuff. Played honestly one of my favorite games to play with them, and it's because you don't have to be like super good to do this game or like overly talented. So, like, my daughter actually has a chance at winning sometimes. That's good. Um, is uh, called Chicken Horse. Chicken and, Horse. And chicken Horse, and the game is really <laughs> silly. But they, but like, you basically have like one of two platforms, and you need to get to like from one to the other, and the game throws out like each player can now have a like say length of like a two by four, or a spiked ball, or a flamethrower. There's like all these different things you can set up. To, like, basically, like, okay, I'm going to build a bridge. And, like, my, my son is like, not if I put flamethrowers all over the place. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. And like, burn everybody up. and But it's it's very fun. It's um, very creative. Like, you can you can come up with all in any manner of ways of doing things and, and playing the game. Um, and it's still, it's still very, um, I don't know, it's just very enjoyable. I, I thoroughly... Thoroughly uh, enjoyed that. Um, that was probably the main game that we played that, that I can think of. Um, like Just I said, hours and hours of chicken horse. I, I wish, but my son is like after an hour, after like really like an hour at most, he's like, "Okay, I'm done." Like he just doesn't want to play anymore. Well. He's he just he basically wants to move on from one game to the next to the next to the next. Oh no, I I, <clears throat> I don't have a. I don't have more than about a half an hour's worth of uh, of time on any game specifically before my children are, and these are for games that like my kids like. Like we'll play Settlers of Catan, and my oldest will stick around for it now. I think his 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 uh, his attention span is finally getting longer. But my my youngest is you know half an hour and then just bam, just out, just no more interest whatsoever. So, uh, yeah, like every every 40 minutes, it seems like one of my children is trying to change over the game to, to something else. I don't want to play this anymore. Like, I, I've gotten a couple of board games that are all great for playing with kids. Like, it's a board game called Castle Panic, which is basically just um, you play cards to defeat orcs. The orcs get closer to a central uh, castle that is surrounded by walls and if the orc destroys all of the uh castle uh the then the the then the the players lose it's a cooperative game so it's not adversarial in nature it's either the players win or the players lose it's it's not like one player wins or loses so now i've got my my oldest is staring into the recording booth and uh looking at me going Hello, 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 hello. Pay attention to me. Why aren't you paying attention to me? 
pay attention to me. Have you changed your bands app? No, not yet, but I did have them. Can you do the switch thing, please? Uh, yeah, I can do the switch thing in a minute. Go brush teeth, change your bands. Yep, 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 yep. Also, Mom ordered me chongs. Chongs? Chongs, like they're little squishies with faces on them. Okay. They're they're really adorable. Okay, I'm glad you're having fun with that. Sorry about that. Goofballs. Kids, what are you going to do? What? You can't tie them into balloon animals. <laughs> I tried selling them to the Blue Man group, but uh, apparently they uh, they have all the drums they need. Oh, that's too bad. You know, so. try to do something good for yourself every once in a while. That's uh, I just, I, you know, blonde-haired, blue-eyed kids are uh, are uh, are very uh, you can sell them for a pretty penny, and I'd uh, really yeah, I'd love a new motorcycle. That'd be great. <laughs> Who wouldn't? Are you far away? You're far away. You sound far away. I'm not far away. You're far away. I eh, it's a reasonable distance. So yeah so you know the 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 attention span just it's just not there yet i i i would love to be able to play some of the longer you know long form big gigantic overly complex games that we talked about earlier but unfortunately they just they just don't have the attention span for that kind of thing yet and that's okay hopefully as they get older uh my youngest seems to like coming up with games that have obscure calvin ball rules and that seems to be a gateway drug so but uh, yeah, my oldest yeah. Is, is yeah, not interesting. I uh, <clears throat> I played a game. Um, I showed my son. It was Torchlight, and I totally forgot. It was like Torchlight Two or something. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, Torchlight's it was one great. Of the free games. Got one of the free games off of uh, off of Xbox Gold. So I was showing my son, and it occurred to me that I had named my characters. I named my uh, character the 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 guy character who's like the brute. Yeah, barbarian type. the berserker. Got, I named, yeah, I named him after my son. Oh, and then I was like, oh my goodness! And I even like he has a pet. And I was like, what's his pet's name? And his pet's name was actually my son's cat's name. <laughs> it's like, when did I do all of this? <laughs> my, then, like, of course, the female character was named after my daughter, and yeah. of course, her her pet was a cat, and it was named after her cat. And I was like, my goodness, I'm a little bit sappy, I think. Oh. Uh, yeah, don't tell anyone, though. I don't want no. any kind of information you're getting out. Well, luckily, uh, only 32 people will ever hear this podcast, so your, your secret is basically safe. That's pretty cool. Dude. Basically safe. Yeah, so, uh, haven't been playing anything else, though? No, no board games at the moment. I haven't been able to leave. I think we've had, like, one Shadowrun game this entire time. Oh, yeah? Um, and, yeah, and that one's still, you know, it's still based in 19, uh, what? 1913 right sure. there at this point. Sure. Um, I've been the the cool thing about that as a as a game for me is still that we I can introduce new monsters and they don't have to take any kind of traditional form. Um, and there's also a, a wide array of monsters that I've been like uh, drawing inspiration from from different uh, movies like bad movies I've watched. <laughs> so that's been cool. Yeah, like sometimes you run across something kind of cool and you're like, oh neat. Like I watched one where they had the the what was it, the Wendigo, and I was like, oh cool, I'll follow this. That movie itself is boring as hell. I didn't enjoy it at all. But at the end of the day, Wendigo is still kind of a neat monster. Yeah, yeah. You got to look that up. Yeah. Um, so. You know, this, th- those kind of things are, I mean, I can't wait to get back to the Shadowrun game. It's been killing me that we haven't been playing, but mm-hmm. everyone's been 4th of July, birthdays, everything else. It's been yeah. Yeah. It's, 
I, I don't know that there's ever a great period in time when when like things line up for a really good uh, uh, while where you can get things you know worked together to ha- to hang out. Right. You know, I I just remember every single weekend basically not doing anything except for hanging out with friends and then you get older and older and you know all of that goes by the wayside like i i I mean danny has no kids you know no responsibilities and yet i still see him like in person once every four or five months maybe tops i mean i haven't seen you and i i honestly don't remember the last time i saw you dude probably not a great idea to talk about the last time we saw each other Oh, yeah. we went to Pho a couple of... Oh, that's right. Thank yeah, God. a couple months ago. It was like Leroy's, three... Leroy's funeral. I was like, damn. No, I don't want to talk about Leroy's funeral. No, it yeah, wasn't Pho. Leroy's funeral. Yeah, we went to Pho, yeah, co- Pho. Yeah, like, 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 what, three so months I ago? That, I, bought yeah. the, I bought that armor from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, which I bought a white helmet to go with that, and then some black and white gloves, so it's actually a total stormtrooper. That's all right. And that also that also made me think of something else, too. Like, my one of my bosses, uh, like, she's... She's like an absolute sweetheart. She just sometimes, she's like, "Oh, you got that helmet and that jacket. You look like a, like a Power Ranger, like a white Power Ranger." And you suddenly like occurs to me that like depending on where you put the emphasis, <laughs> <laughs> a white Power Ranger or the white Power Ranger, <laughs> or like a white Power Ranger. <laughs> yeah, work for the parks uh work for for uh, yeah. the national park service uh uh white power <laughs> yeah 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 it's it's, it's a, zig it's heil <laughs> yeah it's, so so anyway, i got the kind of like i got the outfit together and i was like ah it's cool it's like I'm, i get to look like a spartan from halo and she's like you look like your power ranger like a white power ranger and i'm like ah. someone's always gonna ruin it yeah <laughs> even if by accident that's hysterical yeah, she, dude She's an absolute sweetheart. She, the, when she said that, I was like, uh, it's like so deflated. She's like, what? Why? Why are you? Like, what? Like, like, you, say, she's like, I, say, I, 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 yeah. <laughs> put like, put a like, comma yeah. between power and ranger. White power! Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it could have been worse. She could have been like, oh, you look like a stormtrooper. I'd have been like, yeah, it's also not what I was going for. But. Just, just... <laughs> <laughs> you just you're just a uh, Vigo Mortensen with a Nazi armband. <laughs> Whatever, just he's a white power yeah. ranger. <laughs> I think just a white stormtrooper. You see, that doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound right either. It's not working, buddy. It's not working. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> so that's been yeah, that's been my. Uh, I know it's not gaming related per se, but my pop culture kind of like. It's all right. I've been throwing some pop culture stuff. That's all right. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. So, I have been over the last couple, uh, over like the last like week. Uh, so I bought a I bought a miniature game called Bolt Action. I bought into it a couple of years ago, and I feel like every six or eight months I get like not not patriotic but nostalgic and I watch like Band of Brothers or Saving Private Ryan and I really enjoy it and historical wargaming is like it's not the biggest genre but it's a reasonably sized genre and Bolt Action is a World War II game that uh, takes some what I think of as pretty interesting mechanics pretty novel mechanics one of the one of the problems that I've always had with with 
traditional wargaming is the you go i go you know you you set up all of your pieces i set up all of my pieces you do your entire first turn where all of your stuff moves then i do an entire turn where all my stuff moves and it doesn't keep the other player actively participating in the game you're half you're you know you're a um a passive participant half the time it's really difficult not to have that happen in uh any kind of a game where you're where you're playing one against the other you know even in chess i move a piece you move a piece right but chess would be an entirely different game if i had to move all of my pieces and then you got to move all of your pieces well bolt action does this really kind of a cool thing where each unit that you have has a die ascribed to it so if i have five units like i have a tank a leader two infantry units and then a support unit that's what did i say that's yeah that's five uh <laughs> that was embarrassing <laughs> my is math uh five dice they go into a bag the other player has seven dice for seven units the point totals to build the lists are the same like i have 100 points to spend on uh purchasing units he or she has 100 points to spend on uh purchasing units each one of the units gets a die all the die go into, go into a bag and we pick die out and whoever picks uh, whatever die is picked that person gets to choose a unit to activate and then they go through the, all the activation stuff so while it still has a half the game time is spent passive mentality those intervals are broken up and i thought that that was such an interesting way to have uh, a war game mixed with the subject matter which i you know i've you know i we had a we had a we had a one of those questions tell me you're a 30 year old without saying you're or tell me you're over 30 without actually saying that you're over 30 and uh you know i came up with a couple like uh, i wear socks and sandals or uh i like uh world war ii movies you know just stuff that you know you don't hear somebody in their like early 20s saying usually so having that kind of innovative game system and then the subject matter being interesting i bought in so i have spent the last couple of days just tearing through these models trying to get them uh painted to to you know eventually get them on uh get them on a tabletop to play with and because i'm indulging in this game i'm also looking over like all of the other world war ii game systems that i've got like you know there's the classics like axis and allies which was you know i think first written in like 1981 that that game is so friggin' old but still is pretty friggin' timeless uh i got i kickstarted and got delivered the company of heroes uh board game which takes the company of heroes video game transports it to a board game with some really amazing mechanics and some really great uh miniatures that look fantastic and i really 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 want to play that um so that's that's what's been that's what's been on been on my table for the last couple of uh last couple i'd say last seven or eight days something like that so yeah that that's and that's been a lot of fun it's been a lot of fun to paint those those models and and uh to try to make them as historically accurate as i as i can 
as far as you know colors and um the decals and insignia and all that kind of stuff so like i didn't know the the whole hitler on heroin and coke thing i didn't know that until i was watching a netflix documentary on the greatest moments of uh, of world war ii so that was kind of interesting mm. so that's what i've been playing i haven't been playing much in the way of video cool. games although the video games that i have been playing hearts of iron 4 <laughs> uh unity of command 2 and those are both uh one's a grand strategy world war ii game the other one is a um smaller strategy world war ii game grand strategy being you control a nation down to its economics trade uh diplomacy science research military all of it like i watched seven and a half hours worth of tutorials just to just to learn the basics of playing that game that's that's not a game that's fucking school oh it's so much fun though i'm I'm really enjoying the crap out of it i mean i recognize it as being completely niche but i I, i'm absolutely loving it jesus dude it's like it's like volunteer work you're not even getting paid for it i know but i don't want to drink while i'm i'm indulging in it Don't stop me. Don't stop me doing these things that keep my mind off the drink. <laughs> Motherfucker, that is a job you're talking about. <laughs> it really kind of is. I feel like I'm doing an unpaid internship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And my boss is a dick. Yep. The devil <laughs> The devil wears field growl. <laughs> That's funny. It's, yeah, no, it's, it's very historical. Yeah, very historical. Sure it's, it's a historical joke, you guys. There's probably somebody who laughed at that. See, in 1942, <laughs> all the things happened. Yeah. All the things happened. Oh! Alright, so we don't have much to good. talk about on the gaming front. I do have a... I, a, a don't a, really ever, to be honest. That's true. Like, well, not ever, ever. I just Well, alright, so, you know, the, the topic that I floated for the week was going to be... You know, why do we continue indulging in like all of this time that I had been doing stuff with gaming I could be I could be reading philosophy I could be enriching my brain I could be you know it's I I just went into a diatribe about how I'm enjoying researching the history and doing background tutorials for a fucking video game that is incredibly in-depth i have not i have not read aristotle uh i could be trying to learn the philosophical differences between kant and jung i you know and hegel like there, there's a whole there's a a whole world of information that I could be indulging in. I could be working on yep. uh, stuff for the motorcycle. I could be working on anything that brings in income. Like I, I am, I have taken a step back from being uh, a surgical first assistant for the most part. I haven't been in the operating room in about two months. I still take call for uh, an OB group and. You know, I'm I'm gonna continue to do that because it's a great way for me to make money. But I'm basically just a stay-at-home parent. I could be doing more during this time. My kids are old enough that for the most part they're self-entertaining and self-sufficient. And because I have to take call, I can't like take them anywhere. 
like Wednesday this week. I'm not on call. I'm going to take them to the indoor trampoline uh, center because that gets them out of the house. They're exercising. They're having fun. They love doing it. That's what we're going to do on Wednesday. But, you know, the other four days this week I'm on call, we're just sort of stuck in the house. They can go out and, you know, go have fun with friends. But, you know, why am I not doing something that would be considered more worthwhile or grown up with my time? That's an entirely subjective question. No, uh, sure, but yeah, I keep. Yeah, what's what is what is more worthwhile? I mean, come on, man. Is, <clears> that, is it more worthwhile for me to entertain myself playing some video games or to change the oil in my car? Like, like one of them is more productive, but the other one I still enjoy. Sure, sure. Yeah, you know, there's there's then it's for enjoyment. It's fine. I don't sure. Know. I don't. Yeah, I, and I, and I, I'm I just, not, I'm not posing the question to be self-judgmental. This is a question that I keep running into from exterior sources, and I keep trying to think of better reasons than, well, because I enjoy it. Well, yeah, sure, but, you know, like like Van Wilder's got the, 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 this great line that, uh, you know, worrying is like a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, but it doesn't get you anywhere. Well, painting miniatures gives me something to do but it doesn't get me anywhere other than to have painted miniatures miniatures that's that's getting you somewhere yeah i mean uh, if you're having if you're having that kind of stuff from external sources just i would just tell them to shut up oh sure sure i mean it's not it's i mean come on like like why why don't you do what i do why don't you you suck dicks like (laughs) Uh, maybe they i don't know maybe they do maybe they're really good at it too yeah, you just get out, get out, you know, tell me how you're going to do it with a midget. Tell me their dick. But don't fucking, you know, but tell it, but it's just very judgmental to come at somebody like that. I have plenty of other hobbies. I have a bunch of books I haven't read yet. Yeah. But I, I watch, on, I watch YouTube channels that are all, I mean, really that have a ton of information um, and, and I learn quite a bit from. Um, and then I still play video games, which on occasion actually teach me something new, which is, which is nice too. I mean, just because it doesn't fall into that like traditional route of or you know or road of of what somebody else does for their enlightenment and their entertainment, yeah, it's like it's like my, it's like my dad, like my dad, like why don't you work more? I'm like I don't know, I don't want to work more. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, like I put in like 45 hours a week, I'm good with that. Like that's that's fine with me. Sure, sure. You know, I don't I don't need to you know I don't need to, like you you have more value in your life if you work more. And I'm like no, I'll just. I'll just be tired a lot more often. Yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm, you know, I'm I'm not getting the question direct. Like I don't interact with people enough to get the <laughs> the question directly, really. Kids telling you kids are telling you <laughs> talking shit. To dad, you. why aren't you working more? <laughs> dad was Dad uh, when I turned 16, there better be a car waiting for me. You're not doing a lot right now. Help me out. Well, like all right, so you know, I, I recognize that I, so I make, I make a decent passive income. Like if I didn't have, if we, if we weren't a two income house, things would be very, very, very tight. They wouldn't be unlivable, but they would definitely be on the lower end of the middle class income spectrum by like a pretty fair margin. I could be doing something to create value that would go a long way towards like saving for retirement. Like 
that is that and that's a that's a that's a reasonable critique like if i want to retire at the age of 65 instead of 67 or 69 if you know things sort of keep going the way that they're going yeah i'm gonna retire when i'm dead that's my thought i mean my dad that's how my dad treats it dude like but i also have never defined myself by what i do and i don't i'm not saying that you do i'm saying that my dad does like he defines himself by by what he does by by the value that he brings into the house you know what i mean yeah and i've never i i've never done that to the same extent like when we transitioned from me being a full-time self-employed person to a mostly stay-at-home dad i actually had a, a lot of insecurity in that period of time because i wasn't bringing as much value i was still like i said i was still taking calls so i was still bringing value into the house but you know the value shifted from one of monetary to now i have more time to make sure that there's a parent around for the kids and i think that you kind of got to have somebody at home when the kids start getting to the it's time to make mischief and time to assert my independence period of life you know 11 12 13 years old and better i mean that's that's the time when when you're pushing boundaries more than ever and having somebody that can push back against you i think is really kind of important uh i know that for me i you know i had two parents working and i think that it would have been better had i not had two parents working during those very sensitive years of course that's all completely anecdotal and i could totally be 100 percent wrong about that so yeah green assault yeah 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 cool man all right man all right got nothing else all right got nothing else no i just i gotta take a really big shit <laughs> what a way to end a podcast I yeah. am so <laughs> all that being said there's a there's a new game by the guy that uh, wrote uh, yeah, this Axis is, and Allies this is, delaying, this is delaying me taking a shit I so. know I know I know it's called War Room and I'm gonna I'm gonna get it <sighs> I'm gonna get it did you just grunt now did you just shit at your computer yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah alright alright alrighty 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 <laughs> that's enough of this podcast we've been rambling yep like every episode, we like to end by shouting out to the mutual support groups that we hope you will turn to in your time of need. AA.org, 212-870-3400. Moderation.org, 212-871-0974. SOSsobriety.org, 323-666-4295. SmartRecovery.org, 440-951-5357. Womenforsobriety.org. 215-536-8026 from all of us here at the Safe Versus Tiki Needs to Take a Shit podcast. I'm Will. I'm Tiki. We wish you warm, creamy regards. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>